0: Tracy Bertrand, you are the Director of Tourism for lovely Peterborough and the stunning Kawartha's here in Southern Ontario. First of all, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the Fact Up podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm
0: mm-hmm. excited to talk about Peterborough and the Kawartha's, but I want to start off with this question. Personally speaking, how ready are you to make the most out of your days outdoors, be it in the fall, winter, spring, name a season, And how ready are you to welcome people back to your corner of Ontario and brag about how awesome it
1: is? (laughs) So personally speaking, um, from my own personal perspective, I'm very ready. So, you know, at home, we're getting the outdoor uh, grass cut and the garden's done and the fire pit ready and making sure everything looks amazing so we can feel awesome when we're outside enjoying the great outdoors here in Peterborough and the Quarthas. I'm from Havelock, which is in Peterborough County. So, so ready. Uh, Walking every day, getting the dogs out and really trying to be outside as much as possible, considering we were cooped up for so long. Um, And of course, I love to brag about Peterborough and the Quarthas. I have been born and raised here, educated here, worked here my whole entire life. So when anybody gives me a chance to talk about my hometown, um, I am more than willing to do that. So very ready, Um, looking forward to the fall where uh, we can actually enjoy the fall colors and really have a lot of fun. Um, And then welcoming people back to the region on a personal basis, you know, um, to be fair, it was scary at first, you know, when COVID was happening and we weren't really sure, we're a very seasonal, location so lots of seasonal residents coming in from big cities. Um, so on a personal note, I see um, my little village of Havelock getting very, very, very busy. Um, and at first it made you nervous, but I'm not as nervous as I was before. Um, you know, being vaccinated and, and seeing the numbers that are happening across Ontario makes me personally more comfortable um, with with travel um, in Ontario. So I'm really happy and excited to be um, promoting the region. Um, and it is a gorgeous region. Hot 350 lakes, like all kinds of beautiful things to talk about.
0: That's, that leads into my next question. We're, we're, most of us are, if not all of us, are pretty ecstatic to get back out and, and explore again. I guess my next question is with tourism opening back up, most of us are ready to get back up and travel again. Why should Peterborough and the Kawarthas be on people's radar, not just for those in Ontario, but from across the country?
1: Right. Great question. And I think, you know, we're focused heavily on um, consumer sentiment and making sure that safety is the number one priority for um, our visitors, our residents. Um, Our businesses have done an incredible job at going above and beyond um, using safety protocols and ensuring that the customer and the visitor feel safe when they're here. Um, And uh, so that's really, really good. We have a lot of businesses that are um, applying to the Safe Travel Stamp, And getting accredited with that um, and promoting that um, to visitors. Um, And they're going above and beyond the current policies and procedures in order to make it feel and seem and be safer than what they are expected to do. So I think safety is the number one priority right now for um, all of our businesses. They certainly need and want to see people return to the region, Um, but they are taking safety as a a serious priority and making sure that they're doing everything possible to, um, to make people feel good when they're here. Um, and, and they're putting in patios outside and they're putting in heaters so people have an opportunity to not just be indoors, um, which is awesome to see. So, you know, we, we're ready. Um, Peterborough and the Corthus has tremendous number of natural assets. So we're very fortunate in the rural destination to be um, able to have those natural outdoor amenities that just naturally are catering to what a visitor is looking for right now. Um, so, you know, trails and bike trails and hiking trails and parks and green spaces and water and paddling. And I mean, I could go on and on and on. Um, You can even camp here in the winter, Um, you know, so all season camping can happen in the back country in Peterborough and the Quarthas. So I think it's exciting.
0: You know, you mentioned safety as, as being a top concern and, and, and priority it's what I love about your region is that it's easy to social distance. If you still feel uncomfortable being around a lot of people
1: absolutely it is and you know our businesses and our our um, associations and our partners and our municipalities are really pulling together to make it even easier than it would have been um, prior to covid Uh, so we're seeing patios staying open longer. we're seeing um, funding from the government being used to put in um, you know blankets if you're going to sit on a patio say past october the Thanksgiving long weekend. Um, little fire pits happening outside so that people feel comfortable and have a choice. Um, if you feel comfy and you want to be inside, uh, the protocols are there. But if you also are still a little hesitant, we're doing our very best to ensure that uh, visitors have a choice.
0: That all sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's awful. awful. It's awful. <laughs> well, you and your team have an extra lovely twist. Talk about the new incredible tourism campaign and also talk about the pledge that's associated with your campaign?
1: Uh, It is a new and incredible twist and and I'm very, very proud of it. Um, And I think if I had to speak frankly, COVID gave us an opportunity to move quicker. Uh, on this particular idea, we we had it sitting in the back of our minds for a while now. Um, amazing destinations do have visitor pledges in place, um, so it's not a new it's not a new concept. But for Peterborough on the Fourth, is it certainly was something that we were planning strategically in the future, say the next three to five years, five to ten years. But with COVID, um, we were able to really expedite this idea. Um, so we instituted a visitor pledge. And the reason why um, we wanted this campaign is, you know, we, we are a seasonal um, destination, as I told you. So we have a lot of um, seasonal residents that come in from the GTA, from um, Ottawa, from different big cities. Um, and we experienced a lot of, um, of visitation um, in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw a lot of net new visitors coming to the region in, in 2020 just trying to escape the big cities and get to this natural outdoor environment that they were all craving um, so with that came some some challenges um, you know there was some issues with uh respecting um some of the protocols and the travel etiquette that typically takes place. So um, we wanted to send a message as a a group of community of communities that while we still welcome all of the visitors to come to our region, we are taking tremendous pride in, and we want everyone to to take pride in respecting the land in which we we get to enjoy to live every single solitary day, but they get to visit and enjoy when they're here. Um, So it was really a message about pride pride of place, um, understanding why etiquette is important when we're traveling and understanding that um, the importance of of destinations like ours and rural destinations with wide open awesome spaces and truly all destinations is we want to keep our region as beautiful today. as beautiful as it is today for tomorrow and for the next generation. So disrespecting it, maybe not treating it with the kindness that we should be, you know, picking up garbage, simple things, simple, common sense, common sense things. We were like, gosh, there's gotta be a way. There's got to be a way to be able to send a very welcoming message and a very kind message to say, please help us keep on the court is this beautiful today for our future generations tomorrow um so that's kind of where it stemmed from
0: so disrespect and um and and indifference was the inspiration uh behind the campaign and pledge is that fair
1: I think it's fair, and I think you know sometimes it's also fair to say that um we don't believe that that was intended, obviously. Um, people were certainly wanting to just get out and enjoy and and, and it was difficult, right? Things weren't in place um, necessarily. Washrooms weren't necessarily open. Um, staffing wasn't there to be able to clean things the way they needed to be cleaned. So the protocol, it, wasn't, it was nobody's fault that something like this took place, but we also thought it was a great opportunity for us to really have a, a message that says kindness, uh, pride and respect are the three things that we, we love about this place and we want to keep it that way.
0: It's funny because you mentioned that it's been in the works for a while. I guess it was destined to be launched in the summer of 2021 post-COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah, fate. Right. Uh, I believe in things like that. Right. I believe everything happens for a reason. And, uh, you know, we, we've been working on it since uh, early 2020. Um, a lot of research went into this and we can talk about why a lot of research went into this a little bit later. But mm-hmm. a lot of research went into this and it, it really did fall in place in the perfect time. Perfect timing aligned well um, and we we were able to launch. Um, in 2021, right at step two, when the province was reopening, um, Ontario. So it was, it was absolutely perfect for us, for sure.
0: One of the pledge points that strike, uh, that strikes a chord with me was I'll greet new cultures and traditional teachings with curiosity, kindness, and compassion. And here's where I sigh. <sighs> Do people really need a reminder about that? I, I would think it's just common sense at this point.
1: You know, that's a great question. And personally I sigh as well. Um, but not everyone is as educated um, on how to handle different cultures and how to communicate with different cultures. Um, and the one thing that we did see was an abundance of new cultures coming to visit us. Um, and some of our places weren't necessarily necessarily set up to understand that you know a garbage sign that says throw your throw your garbage here. Uh, or an X through uh, a garbage sign may not mean the same thing to another culture that it would mean to us. So our communication um, to different cultures is critically important if we want to send a consistent message. Um, so while I think it is common sense and I think it's the way of the world and the way everybody's moving um, nowadays, there it, it certainly isn't common sense to everyone and an educational campaign and a um, Um, an awareness campaign to help people see that we need to greet cultures with kindness. And we need to um, um, think about our communication strategies and think about the way that we are um, welcoming or communicating um, to different cultures. It's critically important. So uh, we wanted to highlight that because uh, we welcome all kinds of Uh, different cultures in our region. And we are seeing so much diversity. It's incredible and and it's wonderful. And and sustainability is important to us um, in this destination. So in order to be a sustainable destination as well, we must continue to educate um, everyone on the importance of of being open um, to different cultures and understanding them.
0: The last point on the pledge. Uh, also struck a chord. After feeding my soul with authentic adventures, I'll take fond memories with me and leave nothing but footprints behind. Again, I sigh. Does it take a pledge like this to get people to not litter on beaches and in park trails?
1: So, you know, that's a tough question to answer. So from a personal standpoint, does it take a pledge like this to get somebody to do that? no <laughs> um right no if somebody's going to litter they're going to litter however does it bring to the top of mind that this destination um, is going to maybe point out you know please don't litter that's not kind to our environment um, it gives people an opportunity to say did you take the pledge did you see the pledge because here in Peterborough and the core, this littering is not something that we enjoy. And could you could you pick that up? So it gives people an opportunity to use this pledge, to use that statement in the pledge, to go, "Wow, I I might now have permission and backup to say." Please pick up the garbage that you just put on my beach. Or as a resident, as a resident, you know, go, I need to be more cognizant of how I'm treating the place that I live because so many other people find it absolutely a treat and a pleasure to just visit here for two weeks. Are we taking for granted what it is that we have every single solitary day here? And is that the impression we want to give to the world? Um, when they're visiting us. So it's a really amazing opportunity to to reach both our residents and understand that this place is beautiful and we may not see it the same as everybody else in the world. Um, But we want to ensure that our children and our grandchildren and all of the visitors that are coming in the future get to enjoy the natural environment that is clean, that is um, respectful, that is beautiful. Um, And it takes everybody to be able to do something like that. So no, it's not gonna make people change their behaviors, but it does certainly bring to light the importance of uh, working together for a common goal um, and unifying the message. And I think COVID-19 has done an incredible job. I mean, I know we talk about a lot of negative things that happen with COVID 19, but the positive things about COVID-19 is that it's really brought back some basic, basic understanding of, you know, let's get back to the basics and understand that we can't do things like that anymore.
0: Right. Right. It's a blessing uh, mm-hmm. and a curse. And that's right. You're, you're certainly blessed to have a lot of, um, you know, uh, amazing natural beauty uh, within walking distance, <laughs> right? We Up sure there. are.
1: We're very fortunate.
0: Talk about the role travel plays when it comes to respect of people, land, culture, and talk about why respect is front and center in this campaign and this pledge. So
1: that's a, that's um, an awesome thing to talk about, I think. And, you know, I've never really... I until you talked to me today about that, I was like, gee, I don't know. I have to think about that a little bit. Right. And, um, you know, travel and tourism, um, it's a great opportunity to, um, understand and see the best practices around the world. Um, there's some incredible destinations that are, um, sustainable and moving in the direction of doing different things in order to protect, um, and, And put a baseline on what the etiquette might be when you're visiting other destinations. So I think it's important if if we're traveling around the world and we, we respect our current place where we're living and where we're coming from, then we take that same respect, that same kindness, that same kind of behavior with us when we're traveling somewhere else. Um, so that when we're, you know, if I'm in Mexico, for example, I'm not going to litter in Mexico because I know that I need to respect the land and the water and the environment and the people. Um, so I think, you know, thousands and millions of people travel around the world. And if all of us could take that same etiquette with us when we're traveling, we could make a huge difference. And, and, and the other part is, you know, when. When visitors come to our, our destination, we see visitors treating our place better than sometimes we treat our place. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they're role modeling those behaviors for us and, and helping us see that we should not take where we live for granted. Um, and we should treat it with kindness and respect um, all the time. So I think travel and tourism has a, has a huge opportunity to be able to um, share that sustainability message, share that message of conservation and, and, uh, respect. Um, and it becomes part of the etiquette as we travel, uh, throughout the world.
0: And that ties in beautifully with your pledge and campaign.
1: It does. Um, and you know, it truly was the foundation, um, that evergreen value respect was something that, um, Everybody understands, no matter what language you use that word in. Otapitanamon, for example, you know, it's the word for respect in Ojibwe. Um, and respect is an evergreen value that everybody understands. And it's fundamentally, to your point, it is common sense. It,
0: it It's certainly, it's certainly <laughs> I certainly hope so. <laughs> I yeah. certainly hope so. I yeah. feel like it's the foundation. If you respect yourself, you're going to respect other people and where you're That's at. That's right and and it, and it goes both ways it's it's a two-way street and it's a multiple way street if you want it to be a multiple way street absolutely and everybody's everybody's happy and here we all are right it's it's <laughs> moving forward, forward kind of together um you know and that brings up my next question quote sure. if we've learned anything from 2020 it's the power of unity of working together for a mutual cause tracy bertrand that would be you would you consider that one of the bright spots of covid in that we were reminded that we're all connected, fighting similar battles, and celebrating at the same time about how we're pretty much all the same.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm an internal optimist, so I will always try to find the bright spot in any negative situation, or any controversy, or any challenge. And I think COVID, COVID-19 has certainly, around the world, um, brought people together that typically wouldn't be brought together or maybe haven't worked together in the past and um, you know it's highlighted for us in Peterborough and the is because we do have eight townships, two First Nations and a mid-sized city and we have thousands of businesses here and over 140,000 people living in our region that when we come together and unify a message, that um, is important, and that it is valuable to all of us. We're stronger together, and together we can make a big difference. Um, and we're seeing that in the world. We're seeing it around the world right now. And we're and I think that is an absolutely one of the most powerful and positive messages that have have come out of COVID nineteen for me, uh, for my team as well, and for our region. Um, we are really seeing, um, you know, businesses that typically would compete against each other, supporting each other and elevating each other and um, really helping each other out. And we're seeing municipalities that typically, you know, may compete against each other really begin to go, you know what? Is that important anymore? I don't know that it is. Um, What's important is the basic fundamentals of we need to be safe, we need to be happy, we need to enjoy our surroundings and life is short. Things can happen quickly. Um, and COVID nineteen has certainly—I I like to use this term—smacked us all in the face real hard. Yeah, <laughs> and it makes you think. It makes you think differently.
0: I appreciate the bluntness. Believe me, thank I do. you. And I, 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 I believe in healthy competition, absolutely. But I believe strongly in collaboration. Absolutely. We're, we're all in the same battle, man. It's—it's it's like you have a store, I have a store. Let's let's work together. Uh, Absolutely. You know, if we're running in a marathon, if you fall, I'm going to pick you up. We're all in the same battle, man. (laughs) It's the same. Uh, But anyway, that's again, that's another story for another day on (laughs) on a personal level. Do you see, uh, you know, this being a a, a timeless, permanent campaign with Curve Lake First Nation and Hiawatha First Nation? I feel like I feel like it is, and it should be. But of course, I'm going to let you answer that. Yeah,
1: you know, I do. Absolutely. We have uh, taken this on as a long-term strategic initiative, and sometimes using the word campaign seems to make it sound temporary, um, but it's not. Um, this is going to be a foundational change here in Peterborough and the is um, and we will always keep the pledge top of mind. Um, In in addition to that, we will always keep our relationship uh, with our two First Nations communities top of mind. So in 2019, um, you know, Peterborough and the is Economic Development, uh, the county of Peterborough and a few municipalities, along with Hiawatha and Curve Lake First Nations signed a Friendship Accord, and that Friendship Accord committed us. We all committed to working together to unify for the betterment of our communities as a whole um, and for economic prosperity that works together in in a winner-take-all approach rather than um, a single win here or there. So it is a foundational change um, um, and it will be highlighted in all of our campaigns as we move forward for years to come, for sure.
0: Amazing. Your goal was to get 500 pledges by the end of 2021. You've already surpassed 800 and we're in early August. Are you surprised and where can people sign this pledge?
1: Um, so I personally am not surprised. I, have, I feel like I have a good gauge on what goes on in Peterborough and the Corpus from a resident kind of perspective and also from different perspectives. Um, so when we surpassed the 500 pledges in the first week, I was overjoyed um, and so full of pride that I couldn't believe uh, what was taking place. We saw places like uh, the Peterborough Pete's organization doing a video um, where individual leaders and and players were taking the pledge together. We saw the new Canadian center come together and bring in all new Canadians to take the pledge in English. And then again, in their own language, Um, it was incredible to see the organic support that was coming from this pledge. Um, so, no, I wasn't surprised. Um, and of course, my, um, <laughs> my team and I love to tackle the Everest goals, and we probably would have put um, a goal much higher, except we wanted to make sure we, we met it. Um, so, now in August, we are over 800. Uh, we have a new goal, of a thousand pledges by the end of the year. And I have no doubt in my mind um, that we will probably be hitting the thousand pledges before the end of September. Um, and we'll set a new goal. Um, again. So no, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, this community is absolutely incredible. And when they need to come together, they come together.
0: Well, let's get that goal met. How how can people sign up? Where are they going?
1: So they're gonna go to the mm-hmm. backslash pledge. Awesome. Um, And on there, you can see the pledge. There's a beautiful video for you to watch. It'll only take you about 60 seconds. And then you can download your name and it gives you um, opportunities to upload uh, creative for your Facebook, your social media, to tell everybody that you've taken the pledge. So thecorthes.ca backslash pledge.
0: Easy, simple, do it. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) let's do some. let's do some rapid fire with you Tracy It's ten ten questions there's nothing rapid about this take your time it's just by title only okay well I'm
1: quite reactionary so rapid fire questions great for me
0: all right let's do it Peterborough is home Peterborough is home to the Canadian Canoe Museum which is epic by the way I'm coming to your region with a canoe for the first time where do you suggest I start paddling Wow
1: Rapid fire. Oh my goodness. No Geese Creek.
0: No Geese Creek.
1: No Geese Creek in North Gortha Township.
0: Are there geese there?
1: There's geese, there's bald eagles, there's blue herons, there's fish. It's great. So, why is it called No Geese Lake? Nogis Creek oh I don't no know Creek. the history behind that answer I'm not sure I just know that uh, paddlers from all around love to launch at Nogi's Creek um, and you know in the spring the water is different than it is in the fall and so depending on your paddling expertise you can you can enjoy uh, a harder paddle a more experienced paddler would love it and then in the fall maybe it's a little bit easier to do so
0: I hope to do that. I, I just hope to not fall in. <laughs> no, no <laughs> falling I'm, in. But I'm going there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> petroglyphs Provincial Park is home to the largest collection of ancient First Nations rock carvings in Ontario. If you could pick one word to describe visiting petroglyphs, that entire experience, what's that one word? Spiritual. Lovely.
1: There I'm is gonna... a connection there that you feel. It, it just, it, you, you don't know how to explain it but it happens to every single person that's there and it's different for every single person that visits.
0: It's the intangible tangible as I like to call it. That's right. Right. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot a bit. Okay. What's your, what's your go-to place for butter tarts in your region?
1: Me personally, doo Doodoo's doo Bakery out in, uh, on highway 28 out in Baileyboro.
0: Done. done finish this sentence peterborough's food scene is epic awesome
1: diverse incredible a must try
0: your bigger travel pet peeve bad customer service or flight delays with completely absent customer service
1: bad customer service
0: overall overall okay all right Yeah. Preferred mode of travel, plane, train, automobile. Plane. (laughs) First flight (laughs) out, first flight out or, or the red eye.
1: First flight out.
0: If you had a yacht, do you have a yacht by the way? I do not. If you had a yacht, what would you name it?
1: Uh, Oh dear. That's a great question. (laughs) Um, Ruby's rock.
0: Ooh, is there a story
1: behind that? So Ruby is, uh, my grandmother's name. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruby's my favorite gem. Ruby is my daughter's middle name and Ruby's a rock.
0: Awesome. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. And it's all in simplicity.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Skiing the Swiss Alps or beaching it in Bali. Beaching it in Bali. Okay. Last one. If you could teleport, Where would you go and why?
1: I would teleport to New Zealand.
0: There's no reason why, right? It's just Yeah, there is. There's
1: totally a reason.
0: Oh, I'd I would love to hear it if you'd love to share it.
1: The reason I would teleport to New Zealand is because, one, it's beautiful. Two, there isn't a poisonous insect there that can hurt me. Um, and I can experience uh, different seasons like I can here um, and enjoy the beauty of, of New Zealand. And I love their destination.
0: Tracy Bertrand, Director of Tourism for Lovely Peterborough and the Kawarthas, I thank you so much for taking the time today to join me on the Fact Up podcast. I wish you personally uh, much health and, and happiness and professionally uh, much success to your campaign and pledge, which uh, I assume and safely assume will be a permanent staple in the region and, uh, and, and more than a thousand pledges uh, earlier and, and ongoing.
1: absolutely well thank you so much for having me it has been so much fun I've loved it
0: thank you so much and take care
1: thank you